Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. Um, I'm Amanda. If you haven't listened before, I welcome you, and I hope you're excited uh, because you have chosen probably, um, I would say this is going to be an episode with a story that honestly sounds like I made it up for this podcast, but it is 100% my real life. It is a a wild, like, I still can't believe that even happened. And I apologize, like, if I sound sick, I am kind of getting over something, but I don't want to wait any longer to tell this story because it's, it's just, it's insane. Um, So, yeah, I didn't want to wait longer and kind of let my feelings or reaction fade anymore. But I did want to give myself a few days to kind of like process and deal with just the craziness that was um, New Year's Eve. So, yeah, um, welcome to my repeat listeners. Hello to anyone new. If you haven't listened to my first few episodes from season four, go ahead and take a listen back at those. Or if you feel so inspired, start back from the beginning at season one. It's been uh, kind of a wild ride up until now. It's, I mean, it's still a wild ride, but it, it's just crazy. Um, so happy new year to everyone. I know I had said this, my past episode would be the last one before my big 30th birthday, but I was not expecting to have another story to tell until then. So yeah, so you can thank the universe for for giving you another episode um, the week after my last one. So right now it's January 4th. We are four days into the new year, into 2023. And a lot has happened. (laughs) And I'll just kind of preface this with, I had said in a a few of my last episodes that, you know, I'm seeing someone, it's going well, and I don't really want to talk too much about it. That whole situation is kind of an important part of the story. So I am going to break what I said and actually tell you a little bit more about my the person I'm seeing and slash what's been going on with that because you do need to know all that background in order to understand what happened on New Year's Eve. So just to kind of fill you in on the background, I have been seeing someone for about close to two months, which is not a super long time, and which is why I didn't really want to get too much into it because I didn't want to jinx it or I didn't want to get excited about something because you have heard on this podcast, if you've listened in the past, you've heard me get excited about someone, you've heard it crash and burn. So I really wanted to avoid that, Um, but everything's been going really well. Um, We're actually like officially boyfriend, girlfriend now, which is super exciting. And it just feels like, right, which it's like easy, which is nice. So we had been seeing each other. We met on Facebook dating, which I talked a little bit about in um, my last episode. I didn't love Facebook dating, but I was seeing people on there that I hadn't seen on other dating apps, which I thought was interesting. Um, And I even asked this guy, I was like, were you on other dating apps? And he said he was, but like a long time ago. So I don't know if just people are getting sick of the old ones or people who haven't been on dating apps much are like joining that one because they have Facebook and it's easy. I don't know. I don't love it. If you have used it before, 
you probably know what I'm talking about, but if you haven't used it, I've just found that, so the one plus is that it shows you if you have mutual friends. So that kind of, I guess, takes away the fear of like, oh, this person's a total stranger, but it's not the greatest app at like actually listening to your preferences. Like I usually set my preferences to my age or a year younger up to five or six years older than me. And Facebook dating was showing me people like much younger than me or much older than me. I always do like a 20 mile radius. They were showing me people literally in different states, in different countries. And I don't know, it was just kind of frustrating because I'd be like, oh, like that person's cute. That person has a nice profile. And then you'd look and it's like, they're in Toronto and I don't live in Canada. So it was just kind of frustrating in that sense. But this guy and I matched he was one of few people that I like conversation was good from the beginning because it was kind of it's a bulky app where you have to open it up or you have to open Facebook, then open the dating part and then go find the conversations. And it can just be a lot. And <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Again, my throat is not the best right now. I'm getting over a cold. But um, yeah, so it's not my favorite app by any means, but we started talking got off of the app pretty quickly, like exchange numbers. Um, I prompted that. I usually, I I hate talking on the apps. And I know a lot of girls say like, oh, I don't like giving out my number. And I totally get that. But I would prefer to text rather than like add each other on Snapchat or add each other on Instagram. Like for me, I hate communicating through Instagram or Snapchat unless I know the person. And we're like sending memes and sending like stupid things back and forth. if I'm going to talk to you, I, I want to talk to you on text and like get to know you that way. So we hung out maybe two weeks after we initially started talking because he was sick when we originally were supposed to hang out. I went away. I came back and we hung out and it was a great date. We continued to hang out. Things have been going great, um, which, you know, brings us to now, which we're dating. Um, but on New Year's Eve, we had not decided that we were official. We had decided that like we weren't seeing other people because he had asked if he was going to leave stuff at, or he asked to leave stuff at my house. And I said, well, are you seeing other people? Because like, that's weird. If, if you are like, I don't want you leaving stuff here. And he said, no. So I guess I kind of had like the exclusive talk, but not like the boyfriend, girlfriend talk. So going into New Year's, we were not officially boyfriend, girlfriend. And going into New Year's, I was super excited to see him because I had been in Texas for the week. And I was excited when he, you know, I asked like, oh, what are your plans for New Year's? And he's like, oh, I was hoping we could do New Year's Eve together and like, whatever. And I I was excited to hear that. So I got back from Texas on the Friday. We got together on Saturday, which was New Year's Eve. And he was bringing over food from this hot chicken place that we love We'd been there before and I was like so excited to have it. He was like, I'll pick it up. I'll bring it to your place. We can have some food and then go out for drinks and then see just like where the night takes us. And I was like, that honestly sounds so perfect. I was not feeling like a big go out and party, do anything crazy for New Year's, which I feel like, I don't know if this was the case for you, but everyone I talked to was kind of on the same page of just like wanting a chill night not wanting to do anything too crazy. 
which kind of felt nice because I'm like, okay, I'm not really missing anything by just having a nice chill night in or like going to a local bar. So I was pumped. I was like, that sounds perfect. So I'm waiting for him to come. He gets here probably around like seven. And at that point I was like starving. I was so excited. Um, He brought me flowers, which was so nice. And I was just like in such a good mood. Most no, not not mostly because of the chicken. The chicken definitely helped. It was so good. Um, if you guys live around the Boston area, it's called Dave's Hot Chicken, and I know they're in other locations too. But check it out if you um if you have one by you. So he comes up with the chicken with the flowers. Super excited to see him. Like I said, I'd been away for a week, and we sit down and we're catching up, and probably five minutes go by, and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. And I looked at him and I was like, uh, I have no clue who, who that could be. And he was like, I, I don't know. Like, it's not his house. Why would he know? But I wasn't expecting anyone. I was like, oh, maybe like it's another surprise. Maybe he ordered dessert or something. And it's like Uber Eats. So I jokingly, I was like, will you stand at the top of the stairs just in case I get murdered? Because it's always scary. Like, I don't open the door if I don't know anyone is coming over and, and like the doorbell rings. I've had it happen a few times at my apartment. I don't go to the door because I live alone and you can't see my front door really from my apartment unless you you have to kind of like really look for it. Um, So I was like jokingly, just in case I get murdered, stand at the top of the stairs. Um, But he knew it was a joke, whatever. So I go down to the bottom of the stairs and it happened so quickly that I couldn't even really like think who it possibly could be. And I, I don't know, I maybe should have been more cautious because it, it is weird, like 7 p.m. on New Year's Eve, it's dark out, not expecting anyone, no text, no call, like whatever. So I get to the bottom of the stairs, I open the door, and my heart literally just stopped because standing at my front door is my fucking ex, a.k.a the ex who broke up with me after my aunt died, like two days after my aunt died, the ex who unadded me on Snapchat, went to Jamaica with his girlfriend, came back, re-added me on Snapchat, pretended he didn't know how it happened. The ex who I sleuthed found out that he was dating a girl and found out that he had knocked up a girl and hadn't heard from for six months that ex is standing at my front door and I literally am like dumbfounded. Like there's not even a word I think to explain how shocked I was. And he just goes, Hey. And I was like, what are you doing here? And he was like, I just wanted to apologize for everything that I've done to you. And I literally was like, what the fuck is going on right now? It is new year's Eve. You are at my door to apologize. And I was like, uh, why now? Because again, hadn't heard from him in six months. Like, why now? And he goes, oh, I was walking by your apartment and I saw lights on. And then, then I started to get mad because I was like, who does that? You don't know, like, if I have company over again, it's New Year's Eve. People have parties. I did have someone over and I'm like, literally the whole time aware of the fact that this guy that I like is 
upstairs while my fucking ex, who's an asshole, is downstairs at my front door. And I'm just like shaking, don't have words. And I was like, why do you want to apologize to me now? And he's like, I've just, it's weighed on me. I felt really bad for all of the things that I did to you. And I just, you know, I wanted to apologize and kind of get it off my chest. And I'm like, so not even like being a real human in this moment. My mind is, I'm like watching myself from afar. I feel so uncomfortable. So like just thrown off that as he's talking, I'm like, I notice that I have mail in my mailbox. So I just grab my mail. I say, you need to leave, slam the door in his face and just like stood there for a second because I was like, still processing. I'm like, holy shit. But now I'm like, I have to go upstairs and explain to this guy that I like what the fuck just happened. So like the, it, I, I looking back, I, you can hear me. Like I'm literally speechless now. I don't even know what was going through my brain. And like, I feel like I was in a fog at the time. So I get upstairs and again, I'm like shaking my, I look at my hands and they're literally shaking. And I was just like, uh, I said to the guy, I was like, I need to call my friend. Like, can you just give me a second? And he was like, yeah, are you okay? And I was like, I just need to call my friend. So I went into my bedroom. I called my best friend and I was like, thank God. I knew she was driving. So I knew she would answer. She answered. She's like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, fucking my ex just showed up at my doorstep. And she just in, just as stunned as I was and just as confused was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. And you know, the guy that I like is in the next room over and like, I don't even know what to say. And I started crying because I was just like so overwhelmed and like embarrassed because now I'm thinking, what does he think? Does he think, oh, she's some crazy girl who like is involved with all this drama? Does he think that I had been talking to my ex, which would make me feel really bad because that wasn't the case at all. But like, I don't know. I put my try to put myself in his position. Like, I would be super weirded out. Um, especially like, I don't know, he went out of his way to like bring me food and bring me flowers. And like, we were so excited to see each other. So for this to happen, like five minutes into us hanging out was just like, honestly, it was like infuriating. Cause I was like, fuck you. Like you don't get to show up. Also you're walking by my apartment. Why are you walking by my apartment? Like he lives in the same city as I do, but he shouldn't have been walking by my apartment. So I feel like there was definitely more to it then he was just walking by. But so I was like, told my friend, I'm going to go like, cause I have to go deal with this now. And I go into the living room and I was just like, so, you know, the ex that I had that knocked up another girl when I was still like kind of seeing him. And he was like, yeah, I was like, well, that was him. And he's like, I felt so bad. He's like, oh, like I can leave if you want me to. And I was like, why would I want you to leave? And he's like, I don't know if you have to deal with it. Like, that's fine. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, make things weird. And like, in that moment, my heart was breaking. I'm like, no, he's the one who, like, you don't, you don't get to ruin our plans. Like, fuck that guy. We're still going to have, you know, our night that we had planned. And honestly, like, the way he handled it was so mature and like, made me so happy to like be with him, which is so corny. Ew. I hate that. I just said that, but, um, no, like he handled it so well. And I don't know. I feel like I would have let it maybe not ruin the night, but like 
maybe I would have asked questions or like dug more. I don't know. But he just kind of was like, if you're good, like, yeah, like we can just move on. And I was like, that's so mature. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, we continued hanging out. But then I was like, this guy doesn't get to think that he could do that ever again, my ex. So I texted him and I basically was just like, don't ever do that again. Like, you don't get to just show up when you decide that you want to and tell me that you want to apologize. And so I see it doesn't go through as delivered. It just says, like, it's just the text and it doesn't do anything. And I know he has an iPhone. So I'm like, this motherfucker can show up at my house, but he also, he has me blocked on text. Like, there's so many things wrong with that. Clearly, I'm still blocked. Clearly, your baby mama doesn't know that you just showed up at my house. So what the fuck? So I found him on Instagram. He had unblocked me on Instagram since whenever. I don't know when he decided to do that. But thank God he did because I was able to say what I wanted to say. All right. So I'm going to slow down because I feel like I'm rushing through this because I'm so like reinvigorated by telling this story and like re- not reinvigorated, like reinfuriated, if that's a word. But so, yes, I was blocked on uh, blocked on what's it called? Text messaging. So found his profile on Instagram. Again, he has since unblocked me. Don't know when that happened, but I used to be blocked. So I messaged him. Since it looked like he blocked my number, and then I copy and paste the text that I had sent him, I said, please do not ever do that again. My boyfriend, who was not my boyfriend at the time, but I just like wanted to be dramatic because showing up at my door is fucking dramatic, so I can be dramatic too. I said, my boyfriend is here, and that is extremely uncomfortable, unwarranted, and messed up that you think you can just show up because you feel bad for doing something messed up. So he responds two hours later. At this point, like, I'm feeling good. We've had some beers. Me and my guy are having a good time. But he responds, honestly, I apologize for that, but I I didn't mean any harm by it. I truly just wanted to say that I was sorry. My timing was definitely wrong, but it was coming from a very genuine place. You really never have to talk to me again, but I just wanted to let you know that I was sorry for the way I treated you, and you didn't deserve me putting you in the middle of that. I have no excuse for my actions, and it's been weighing on my heart for a while, and I never had the courage to do it before, but I honestly and truly wish you the best, and I really hope that you are happy, and from the bottom of my heart, I am truly sorry for everything that I put you through. So happy he found the courage to do that on fucking New Year's Eve. And then I said, yeah, well, you clearly have your own shit to deal with since you've blocked my number. Haven't given you a thought in a while, so don't worry about me. I've moved far, far away from the shit that you put me through. And he says, well, I'm really happy you've moved on and I won't be bothering you again. I just wanted to tell you that. And then I'm still pissed. Like I'm, oh, his just like, it's coming from a genuine place. I had, I didn't have the courage to do it before. Like, fuck you. Like, ew. So I said, it doesn't make sense that you do this today. To be honest, it seems calculated. And I'm sure your baby mama wouldn't want, wouldn't be happy with you stopping by. It's weird as fuck. Then he says, to be real, I just want to start the new year with a clean slate and not hold anything in anymore. There is no ulterior motive. So it's selfish. You wanted to feel good about yourself going into the new year. Then he says, I'm not fighting. I'm not trying to fight. I'm not trying to sneak back in. I just wanted to tell you I'm sorry and I've been looking back on my life. And I didn't like the way it was panning out, 
and I don't want to be a bad example for my daughter. And I said, yep, well, you don't get to decide how I handle anything. Good luck with what you decided to do. And he said, thanks, have a great life. I don't really even know what my last message meant, but like, gross. I don't know. It just seemed like he obviously was only doing it to make himself feel better, to clear his conscience. And if you don't want to be a bad example for your daughter, don't do shitty things. Don't play women. Don't treat women like they're stupid fucking idiots who won't realize something's going on, who won't realize you have a whole ass baby on the way while you're still trying to have sex with me. Ugh, so gross. And I was so annoyed. And so like, it just made it that much better that later on that night, like after New Year's, like, or after New Year's, midnight, whatever, um, me and the guy that I've been seeing decided to be like official because I'm like, fuck that old guy. Fuck my ex. Fucking cheers to 2023. Better things ahead. This thing is going well. Happy that we're official. Happy that we're exclusive. And I'm going to leave all that bullshit in the past. But without fail, these motherfuckers keep coming out of the woodworks. And I feel like I'm going to keep this episode just about that New Year's Eve night because that's a doozy in itself. But on my next episode, I'm definitely going to be talking about yet another person who came out of the woodworks, not on New Year's Eve, not on New Year's Day, but on the Monday after. Um, So January 2nd. But I feel like it happens every single year without fail. And I'm sure people listening definitely have had a, a situation where, you know, around the holidays or around the new year, you hear from your exes and you're like, this was not an invitation for you to reach back out to me. Christmas is an invitation for you to wish me a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Move on. Stop coming back to old shit. And just, like, let me live my life. Like, I don't know. You guys can definitely give me your opinions on it. If you feel bad for the guy, if you thought he deserved to clear his conscience. But, like, I just thought it was manipulative and, like, gross. And I could have been, like, hanging out with my family. Just because my lights are on, Is that's not an invitation to come into my house. And I forgot to say this, but when I opened the door, he was like, can you come outside for a second? Like, no. It was also raining that night. I'm not going to step out inside, outside into the rain. I'm not going to do what you asked me to do. You showed up and made me feel uncomfortable. So you can fuck all the way off. So I don't know, whatever. Best of luck to him. He's going to need it. I'm not going to say anything about his family, but I don't know. That's a situation that I would not want to be a part of. But so that, that is how my New Year's Eve night started. I'm happy to report that it ended a lot better. Um, and I'm just really grateful for the guy that I'm seeing, for being so mature about it, for being positive and like not letting it ruin our night. Because like I said, we had been looking forward to that and and we had such a good time. So I hope all of you guys also had a great New Year's. I hope you had a great start to your new year. I hope that you are not visited by any returning exes or ex hookups or whatever ex flings. Leave that shit in the past. If you are thinking about reaching out to someone from your past, just don't, I don't know, like take this as an invitation to 
look into something new, start a new adventure. Don't, I don't know, just don't text your ex. Ugh. All right. Bye, guys.